Garden Parties Football Club, brought to you by Theodora. Benvindo, Pessoal. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 11 of Bola Pra Frenchy, your best, o melhor guide to the Brasileiro uh, English language Nick, here. Yeah. Don't, don't forget to tell them this is individual episode, but we are now in season five. We are now in season five. This is season five changes, of Garden Parties. We are moving on, man. We're moving on, moving on. Yes, your best English language guide to the Brazilian Rao is growing up. Yeah. Yes. We love it. Some changes afoot, too. You'll We're learning. It. We're learning, aren't you? And you're learning, too. What new word do you have for us today? Oh, it's a good one. I love it. I, the R's are very difficult for me in, in this language, in Portuguese. Uh, however, uh, I like to challenge myself these days. My word today is realidade. Yeah. Realidade. Reality. Um, from, from the phrase, choque de realidade. Choque de realidade. We'll talk de about realidade. that. We'll talk about that in a in a minute. Yeah, Nick, I'm just wondering uh, before we start, just tell you how much of a joy it was to prepare for uh, this week. Not so much because of the football. The football was great too. But I was I've been listening to uh, Tim Maia Disco Club, and there's a song on there called Johnny, and it's basically it's sort of about Socrates. Yeah, because it's about a dude who. Uh, and this, you, this is where my 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 Portuguese is leveling up a little bit because I, I'm understanding, right? So uh, he he becomes a doctor, but his first love is football. Yeah, yeah, beautiful <laughs> song. It's funky, funky. Shout yeah. out to Maya. Yeah, rest in peace, big dog, man. Big. Dog, I really wish. Yeah, you know, tell me, how I also went down a hole trying to figure out what football team he supported. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with it. Yeah, I had a dream that Erasmo Carlos was a Vasco da Gama fan. I don't know if that's <laughs> true or not, but yeah. Maybe that's a show idea, Nick. Yeah. Our 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 Brazilian music starting eleven and their and their, their respective affiliations. Yeah. yeah. Do these guys ever have a have a break an international break? I suspect they don't. Given yeah. the pace of this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Gustavo Mosquito played like two and a half games in the last like five days or something like that that is insane yeah that is insane uh yeah and it's been a lot of action in the last week and we'll start at the top of the table with palmaris and their 2-1 win over sayara uh palmaris went up 2-0 at half like right before half um dudu got the opener in the 32nd minute i think um before jose lopez on his for his debut goal, um, put them up 2-0 at halftime. Uh, Gustavo Scarpa, again, involved in both goals. He had 
uh, the shot that was rebounded out for Dudu to slot home and then played a really nice ball into Jose Lopez for his goal. Um, once again, another great game from him. He's got six assists now on the season, but he's definitely been involved in a lot more than that. Uh, they clawed one back towards the end. It was an extremely questionable penalty call. Uh, Vina, I guess you could say, um, generously helped himself to the floor. Uh, but yeah. It was it was a pretty solid display um, all all around from Palmeiras. I think they were just on the front foot for most of the game here. But definitely, I think two one ladder Sarah in this game. Um, and then yeah, Scarpa's having a good great season. He and Dudu were heavily involved in this game. Um, they're yeah. keeping pace ahead of the pack in first place. Um, a lot of talk was about whether or not they'd be missing their own after his move to Porto, but doesn't really seem like that is the case at the moment. And they're also close to bringing in Bruno Tabata from uh, Sporting Lisbon mm. on, a per- on a permanent deal for about like 5 million euros, 3 to 5 million euros. So, yeah, I mean, they're just going from strength to strength. And even, you know, losing a player like that hasn't, cause them to miss too much of a beat at all. Um, and they are a few points ahead of Corinthians in second place, who uh, got a, a solid 1-0 win over Botafogo this weekend. Um, a great solo goal from Gustavo Mosquito. Pod um, favorite. The pod favorite. <laughs> uh, and he actually was really, really good in this game. Um, mm. Created a lot of chances. Um, just went hard for about 70 minutes, um, was taking players on, getting into good positions. I think his finishing kind of let him down in a couple spaces. He definitely could have had two or three in this game. But, yeah, he was creating a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, very improved performance from them in the league. Fausto Vera with a couple chances to get on the score sheet for Corinthians for the first time after his move from Argentina. Um, but, yeah, they were still a little sloppy towards the end. It actually almost threw this game away. Um, but, yeah, overall, I think they've improved in the league. But this really bad perform there was a really bad performance last night against Flamengo and the Libertadores. Um, as we mentioned before, uh, Vitor Pereira used the term choque uh, de realidad. <laughs> a, real- a shock of reality. Love it. Um, and yeah, they kind of, they they were equal with uh, Flamengo for about 30, 35 minutes, and then it, the first goal went in, and they just completely capitulated. Um, Mykon, who just recently returned from injury um, and could be an important player for them, uh, went right back off injured after about twenty minutes. Um, so that is something to keep an eye on. Both he and William, uh, William, I think, just got. Uh, diagnosed with uh, tendinitis or something like that. So they're monitoring those situations. Um, and they really need to kind of keep focus and get back to finding their league form from the last couple of weeks, translate that into these other competitions because they have uh, not that this week they have Avai on the weekend. Um, that should be a win for them. But in the next couple of weeks, they have uh, their turn leg. Um, in the league against Palmeiras, a nice first second uh, matchup, 
Um, they have their second leg against Atletico Goianiense in the Copa do Brazil, and they are down 2-0, and now they are down 2-0 going into the second leg against Flamengo in the quarterfinals of the Libertadores. So if they don't get results in those three matches in the next two weeks, they could pretty much lose their season. Um, so this little dip in form and this poor performance is maybe it comes at the right time to get it out of the way and not in one of these more important matches. But yeah, that it's kind of a, you know, there's belief around the club. I think, you know, Casio definitely rallying the troops. He's come up big now becoming the most capped goalkeeper, I think in uh, the club's history. He's trying to rally the troops. Um, but yeah, they definitely need to kick on here. Otherwise, they could be looking at a whole lot of nothing other than qualification um, at the end of the season. Um, and a nice little funny bit. Uh, the president of the club recently mentioned that they were in for Suarez. They also looked at the uh, Cavani deal <laughs> and that he dreams of bringing in Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, he's talking a lot of big talk. I don't think that's going to happen. Didn't, uh, didn't Suarez but, uh, just sign for he just uh, signed Nacional for again? Nacional. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love so, that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's Corinthians in second place. Botafogo in this match, they slipped down to 12th. Um, but they are close to signing uh, Lucas Perry, goalkeeper on the books of Sao Paulo, and Daniel Barbosa, a Brazilian midfielder who spent the last couple of seasons at Nice. Um, they also had Marcel, recent signing from Wolves, come off injured in this match, but it has been said that that is probably not too serious. Um, now we go to third place, Fluminense. Um, despite trailing for a lot of this match, um, I think they're still clearly the better side. Um Luis Felipe got the opener on a corner, flicked near post header uh, to open up the scoring um, early on, 16th minute. And then uh, Fluminense was trailing for the next uh -huh. 50, 55 minutes or so. Um, Paulo Gonzo ended up uh, hitting them with a Panenka uh, penalty. My dude! Um, and then went to wind up his old supporters. Uh, and then that shortly was followed two minutes later by a um, great finish from Sean Arias, uh, who's having the, you know, um, oh, man. he's having the season of his career right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marcos Leonardo pulled out the equalizer on. It was a counterattack, uh, poor transition defending. I don't really mm -hmm. think they needed to be pushing that high forward in the 87th minute, only yeah. up 2-1. Um, and Marcos Leonardo uh, came with the equalizer in the 87th minute. Um, this was just a good game overall. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, Santos, I think, had the better chances to win at the end, even after getting the equalizer. Um, mm -hmm. They created, like, one or two more solid chances. Um but yeah, it was uh, funny to see Gonzo winding everybody up. Uh, Fluminense uh, still in third place, but with the draw, they fall back to now seven points behind Palmeiras in first place. Uh, this really showed me that, like, in this game, that Sean Arias and Herman Cano were just, like, telepathic. 
yeah. on that goal on that goal from Arias, it was like long ball forward. Yeah. And Kano just kind of like glances behind him and then mm-hmm. just like heads it off the back of his head mm-hmm. right into Arias's path. And it was just like a crazy little piece of like awareness and skill that went super unnoticed, I think, in that build up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, they're they're incredible to watch. One, yeah. I, John the way Arias, they, the way they're, they're, it's just like they're like connected in the fucking it's, it's, in their minds. Yeah, it's, it's that like it's that old school. It's that old school. Just like whip the ball, you know. Have have a vision in your head of of the field of the pitch, and have a general knowledge of, of uh, your attacking players run. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's, it's, oh, it's so beautiful. Cause like, it's that thing where like, you're, you, you're not even, you are thinking about it. Right. But it's not, that's thinking about it is like two steps ago, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a, still a disappointing end of this match yeah. dropping points, uh, but they'll hope it doesn't hurt their momentum too much in this league push they have under D- Fernando Denise. Um, there are rumors uh, that Udinese is chasing Mateus Martins, a uh, really solid young player for Boom Nancy. Um, they had one bid rejected, I think, already, but are coming back with an improved bid. Um, Santos, on the other hand, they're in ninth place. Um, they are a little strapped for cash, so they're looking for really, really cheap deals. Um, luckily Luan, uh, was kind of just given to them by Corinthians after Corinthians gave Luan's number to Yuri Alberto. Uh, and they're all also close to bringing in Franco Cristaldo on a very cheap deal from Uruguay in, it was Argentina. Mm-hmm. That's what, yeah. Um, and he, from what I've heard and what I've read, uh, going into this deal is somebody who is very high on a lot of people's lists in South America um, as a young talent, plays in number 10. Um, and if they can hold on to players like Marcos Leonardo and Angelo, people are talking about this being very promising signing for them. And with these both of these deals being cheap or virtually free, um, this is exactly the kind of like low budget deal that they're looking for. And speaking of holding on to Marcos Leonardo, there are rumors linking him with Liverpool that are starting to heat up a little bit. And I certainly don't like that one bit. Uh, he, would, he would fucking do bits. Man. He is still having a great season. I think now he's up to eight goals on the season. Young player, you know playing you know putting his toes in the fucking dirt and getting out there every week and standing up contributing i mean yeah that kid's going to the top uh hopefully not hopefully not with liverpool Mm -hmm. um but yeah santos i think even though like i said fluminense was a better team i think they showed a lot of promise and they played well in stretches but Fluminense maybe just too strong for them. And I think mm-hmm. that might just sum up their season, that they're solid. They play well in stretches. They show promise, but they kind of just get outdone by better teams in certain situations. Um, then we have Atletico Paraniense in, Filipao, Filipao. Fourth, in fourth place. 
with Philippe Albert, a, oh, a testy 1-0 win over Sao Paulo. Um, uh, chances on both ends. Uh, I think Furukawa probably was the better of the two teams, create or maybe created more chances, at least for the first uh, 60, 70 minutes of the game. I think Sao Paulo probably grew into it a little bit after they went down over the last 20 minutes. Um, they had a goal chalked off Canobio um, for offside in the buildup and a penalty saved um, in the first half or early in the second half before um, Vitor Bueno put them ahead with a penalty, another penalty in the 69th minute. Um, for Sao Paulo, I thought this was like a promising start for the new signing Galopo. Um, uh, he had a chance saved early on by Bento, who's having a good season goal for Paranaense. Um, but yeah, Sao Paulo, they just can't fucking win a game to save. They can't lose. They're not losing games. They're not winning games. Um, it looks like they're kind of focusing on all their efforts on the Copa Sudamericana um as a winning that as a direct route to the libertadores but i mean you still have to win it right like you can't not play well in mm -hmm. both competitions and they're coming up against a Sierra team that is to be honest a pretty tough team to play against um and you know if you're not paul maris you're not gonna run over they just came out and beat the shit out of grinchians a couple weeks ago um a team like Sao Paulo is just kind of stuck in, you know, stagnating a little bit. Um, obviously, that is probably their best chance of getting into the Libertadores right now, but it's definitely not a guarantee. Um, they are close to signing Nahuel Bustos on loan from City with a buy option. He's an Argentine forward. Um, he spent the last two years on loan at Girona in La Liga, so he's been part of City Football Group. Um, also, Rodrigo Nestor has been linked with a move to La Liga. I think Raul Betis are probably the strongest links there. Um, and like we've talked about before, Sao Paulo need to sell players. Um, obviously, we talked about their financial issues before, but if, with, if they bring in Bustos, and they're also um, linked with bringing in a Venezuelan center back, now, I think his name is also Nahuel Farraresi. Um, then they will be over the limit of foreign players. Um, I don't think there's no limit to how many you can have in the squad, but there is a limit to how many you can have in a match day squad. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, they're going to have to sell maybe a couple of their other Argentines. It's not going to be Galopo because they literally just signed him. It's not going to be Cagliari um because they just gave him a permanent contract but yeah so they might have a few more outs coming up here with Furukawa, they also have set a target of cl qualification next year philippe out coming out this week saying that that is their goal for the season i think that is setting very reasonable expectations <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else I could say about that. I, they don't definitely don't have it in them to um, 
push on for a title charge. I think they're too far back, first of all, and they don't mm-hmm. have the depth, second of all. Um, they are into the quarterfinals of the Copa Libertadores. Uh, it's a good run for them. Um, coming up against the Estudiantes from Argentina in the quarterfinals. Um, so I think all in all, that's a good season. If the season ended for them right now, you could say that this has been a great season for them. Um, and I think we'll see how things progress in the Libertadores and whether or not they'll be turning their attention full on to solidifying their spot in automatic Libertadores qualification for next season. And I think that's definitely a possibility. Um, but it might be a little hard uh, for them. Marcelo Serino is now out with a torn ACL, I believe. Probably won't be back until next year. Um, he's forward, hasn't really, hasn't scored. I think he's only appeared in like um, 17 total appearances this season. Um, not really the first name on the team sheet, but when you talk about a team that needs depth, right? Mm-hmm. Need, you know, he's, I'm not saying he's just a body out there, but like, if you need a body, now you don't have one. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. You know yeah, what I mean? No, no. So, so, sometimes it's just about having a body that can swing yeah, a leg. Yeah. Um, that can make a run and like take up right. space or whatever. Right. Uh, they do have other players returning from injury. Um, and this was a pretty solid display for them, I would say. Um, but yeah, we'll see how they turn out coming into this. This is now match week two of the second half of the season. Hodada 21 coming up. Vinciun coming up. Vinciun. Um, Flamengo, we have in fifth place a fucking steamrolled athletic Kogoyan, I'd say. Uh, it was 4-0 at halftime. It probably could have been 6-0 at halftime. And if Flamengo didn't completely take the foot off the pedal and coast for the rest of the second half. It could have been like 8-0 in this match. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, Flamengo were good, but this was honestly like a Bush League performance from going into it. Like one of the worst... Yeah, it was hard to Yeah, one of the worst displays I've seen in the league this season from another team. It's it's also one of those ones that's like... Uh, you're, where you're kind of hoping that the one the team that's in the lead just doesn't score again because you know that that's like when the 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 trickle turns into a stream, so to speak. Yeah, you know what I mean. That one goal that just starts a, the the storm of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they sat back completely in the second half. Um. They definitely let go and Yancey play more. Uh. They ended up getting one back. Um. This finished four one. But yeah, they have kind of been on. They've been on the front foot in a lot of these games. Like we talked about, this could, could have been six 0 at halftime. Yeah, talked about like some of the other games we, um, you know, recapped in the last few weeks where they they're winning like two nil, three nil, and those mm-hmm. games easily could have been four nil, five nil. So they're really getting out on the front foot in a lot of these games, creating a lot of chances. Um, fifth place is still maybe not where they want to be. Still that hole left in them by that whole, like really terrible Paulo Souza rain. Um, but the results have been good lately. And that big win, probably emotional boost to beating Corinthians so handily in the Libertadores could serve as extra motivation. 
Um, Dasquetes getting back, you know, amongst the goals. Gabi goal playing well. Pedro scoring goals. Um, and then you're bringing in players like Arturo Vidal. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's and he was saying um, this week, it's like if this team played in the Champions League in Europe, like they have, there's so much talent in this team that they could, you know, go toe to toe with teams mm-hmm. and like make it out, make it in the knockout round. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know they're. One name they're bringing could be bringing as a goalkeeper from Boca Juniors, Augustine Rossi, and they're also um, probably going to announce the signing of Oscar soon. I think they got the "Here We Go" from Fabrizio Romano earlier this afternoon, so that should be pushed through soon. Mm. And they also recently just announced the signing of former Manchester United superstar Guillermo Varela. Um, wow. So this just a solid fucking team, and if it wasn't you know driven into the ground by Paulo Souza, they really could have been competing for shit this year. Um, moving down the table, we have Internacional with a solid three nil win over Atletico Mineiro. Um, there is a worldie from Mauricio to open the scoring. Um, then really poor defending from Atletico set up an easy goal for Vonder show before Mauricio got his brace with another very nice finish, making it three nil at the 30th minute. Um, Atletico was probably better in the second half. They created some good chances, but they just couldn't take them. And that mm-hmm. poor defending and poor display in the first half put them probably too far back at getting back into the game anyways. Um, it was just kind of wild, though. They yeah. they went up. They basically went up three goals in like the first half hour, and yeah. they held them. They held the defending champs, you know, to nothing at, you know, yeah. for the uh, the rest of an hour. So, and to be fair, uh, goalkeeper Danielle for Internacional came up with a few really big saves in this match too. Mm-hmm. Um, but Inter now sitting in sixth place. Uh, they got a lot of players returning from injury, which is good for them and good for Monomenenses. And he says this is a bomb problema, a good problem. Uh-huh. Um, team is looking to poise to probably hit some form here ahead of probably, I wouldn't say they're, you know, gimme matches, but they should win both of these matches with Fortaleza coming up in the league and a trip to Peru against Melgar in the quarterfinals. I think that's what they're called in the Sudamericana. Yeah, FBC Melgar. I love that it sounds like like something from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, FBC, not FC, because foot and ball are two different words. So it's Ah. football club Melgar. Incredible. Finished fifth in the Peruvian first division last season. Who finished first? Well, let you know what. We'll just continue recording. No, now I now I want to know. So <laughs> <laughs> it was Alianza Lima. Ah, was yes, that powerhouse. Twenty fourth title. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <think> they are. <laughs> Yo, that's what I love about South American football. Yeah, is that like fucking like it's just it's rago, bro. And then yeah. like there's those teams that have just never won ever. Like yeah. Fortaleza, you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, Atletico Mineiro hadn't won in like mm-hmm. almost fifty years. 
Yeah, like they were like last year. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Atletico, they're definitely not going to win again this season. Uh, dropped to seventh with a poor performance here, falling way off the pace, ten points back of Palmeiras. Um, I think they look good, better maybe not good, but uh, at least after the first thirty minutes. But their problems still really persisting post uh, Turco Mohammed era here. See if Kuka can maybe get a hold of this squad. Hasn't really had a lot of time with them. Um, I mean, they're playing so much that they're just like, he's not getting the time and training. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like, no excuse really for some of the performances that they're putting out with the quality they have in that team. Um, they got Dodo coming back from a five-month injury layoff, but they also just lost Guillermo Ayana, who is now dealing with a thigh issue. Looking a little bit lost in the league, um, facing Palmeiras in the Copa Libertadores quarterfinals tonight, I believe, as we as we are recording. They are no, they will be playing in an hour in the Libertadores. Mm. I don't really see that going well for Libertadores. Uh, that's that's the best. That's literally the best. Co- competition on the planet yeah we got to find somewhere to watch the finals for Absolutely. Sure that, we have to i yeah. mean we have to go there once uh, go yeah. to like we would probably be injured by certain yeah people maybe but i don't care i don't yeah I'm, i would i re- i heard uh the neighborhood that the bombonarian is 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 in is really 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 rough but hey yeah i'm interested count me yeah. in. anyway yeah. Come on. yeah sorry um rounding out our weekly recap we have bragantino oh, i'm sitting in eighth place to kind of just ground out a very uneventful one nil win over juven today mm-hmm. um the goal from elinho and some great saves from clayton after um our favorite uh construction worker isidro pita had a few great chances i mean the dude is just industrious mm-hmm. he is just mm-hmm. a bull he's a bulldog of a forward and he just is like a man with a know, name like isidro I mean, and he's, he's one of those like, plays football like he's yeah. like his granddad you know he's one of those european looking south americans too he's got like a man bun and everything still in 2022 <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with it though. Not gonna lie. Uh, okay. And also, I gotta give a special shout out to Goyas, who's up to 11th now with a late winner from Pedro Raul, who's really propelling Goyas forward with his play. Um, he's in fucking fantastic goal scoring form at the moment. Um, he is uh, second in the league, only one behind. German kind of with 11 goals. I think he scored in like, I feel like he scored in every game I've watched him in the last like mm. three weeks. Yeah. Um, and his, just his movement and everything, he's just a smart player. Um, yep. I don't think he's good enough to maybe make the jump overseas. I think he's already, also already like 24, 25 and already tried the China experiment. Um, mm. But I definitely think Goyas is going to have some trouble holding on to him after this mm. season. I could definitely see him ending up at the top of the table, Brazil team. Um, 
other news in the league, uh, tragically, Henan from he was on loan at Red Bull Bragantino from Palmeiras. He had his loan and his contract terminated after um, killing a motorcyclist in an accident last week. Uh, promising young center back. He's Brazil yeah. out uh, breakthrough talent of 2021. Um, he's only 20 years old, but it made 40 plus appearances for Palmeiras in their Libertadores winning season last year. Um, but yeah, he ended up being a piece of shit who was driving drunk without a license and ran over a 38 year old man on his yeah. motorcycle. Yeah, that really sucks, dude. Like, yeah, like not only do you not like to be that, I just can't imagine. I mean, I can, I can, I can kind of imagine like. Because a lot of those, you just sacrifice a whole lot to be pros and whatever, whatever. But also, like, bro, you have you have so much ahead of you. Make better decisions. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and, it, and it's us telling you to make better decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age, too, it's like, um, fucking Uber, dude. Like, right. What? You don't even have to have a personal chauffeur. Just download yeah. Uber, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can afford like Uber Black. Yeah, like, go you're a for professional it, footballer. If I can get an Uber on uh, when it's surging from South Philly to my apartment for forty dollars, yeah, 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 then you can get an Uber home, man. Like, uh, it's just, I don't. I, I pay fucking surge hate price. That you shit, pay man. surge price. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Um. Other news in the league, I know, and we had a very rudimentary elementary recap of this a few weeks ago and i'm not going to rehash it because i'm not a lawyer and i'm not certainly not a brazilian lawyer but i'm not a lawyer either guys (laughs) if you've been watching the league over the last few weeks you'll notice that the players are still protesting the changes to the pele law um if you are interested in legalese and you can understand Portuguese. I'm sure you can find a lot to read about this. I found a decent amount to read about it. Um, I understood the words. I had no fucking clue how to understand the, like, it's like if I tried to read like a complex legal document in English, I had no fucking idea what any of these are. If you are a Brazilian lawyer, if you are a Brazilian lawyer, I repeat, DM myself, Nick, or the pod. Brazilian yeah. lawyers, DM us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to put out a blast tweet. Be like, any English-speaking Brazilian lawyers right. want to come talk? Give us a quick five minutes on the Pele Law. Do I follow? It? You know that thing where people put out, the, the they make a story, they'll be like, do I follow any so-and-so? Do yeah. I follow any Brazilian English-speaking lawyers? Yeah. <laughs> Super specific. I mean, you can find um, one, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Lawyers like the, roaches. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. On the on the information superhighway, man. Yeah, good old interweb. Yeah. The world is smaller than ever. It's <laughs> oh god <laughs> on that note i guess you take, a, break, take huh? a quick break and we'll come back with our best of the match week cool yeah this is swens aka shades and we want to thank you for always listening to our podcast speaking of podcasts if you haven't heard about anchor it is the easiest way to make a podcast now let me break it down for you first it's free 
There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. Shout out to our listeners who are over there in France, London, and all across the world. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make in a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is your best time of the week, my best time of the week, Nash's best time of the week, everybody's best time of the week. It is the best ofs. And we'll kick it off with the best match of the week. What was your best match of the week? Internacional Club Club Atletico Mineiro. Um, good match. Uh, I'll elaborate later um but yeah international took it to Minera at in their home uh stadium in their home ground uh and i thought just the like the that's like kind of the way that if you're like vying for contention early in the season uh in the top of the in the top of the table and kind of like you know, of the big clubs, I think international are kind of like not really thought of so much um, as like, you know, Flamengo, even even Flamengo not doing so well and Sao yeah. Paulo not doing so well. Like international is, yeah, they're they're big, but maybe not so big. Like even they, yeah. Gremio is probably more well known than they are. And they're from the same place. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that too. Yeah, oh no, no, oh no, oh no. I'm just. I mean, I want. Yeah, no, no. I'm not. No, no disrespect. If you support international, I I didn't mean any disrespect. I just mean from outsiders, from an outsider's perspective, we've tend to have heard of Gremio just because of who they've produced in the in the last few, you know, twenty years, as opposed to international. But no disrespect. Anyways, but yeah. yeah, so like they're they're just kind of a dark horse, you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, they, yeah, they they rinsed, they, they yeah, put, they, uh, they put Monero into the spin cycle, boy. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that, that, that second goal for Bonder, Bonderson, um, yeah. the cutback. It looked like they were playing against like training dummies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like it was a tra- it was a training drill. Yeah, the cutback was like too easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good though. It was um, like it. It's one of those matches where obviously uh, maybe it's a little lopsided, but it's lopsided with good reason, you know? Yeah. Because it's competitive and it was for real. Anyway, what was yours? Uh, I went with Santos Fluminense because um, this was really just kind of like an end to end game. Um, mm-hmm. They had chances mm-hmm. on both ends. It was literally almost end to end. Like the first goal yeah. in the six, 60, 16th minute. Yeah. The last goal in the 87th minute. Yep. And plenty of chances and cards and shithousery and mm-hmm. everything in between. It was like, and it, and it ended in a draw. Kind of, you know, almost everything you want out of like a football match from an entertainment standpoint. And also just, you know, like we mentioned before, just being able to see that telepathy between Arias and Kano develop and get stronger is just a fucking pleasure to watch, man. 
and also just uh, you I won't give away your yeah. little bit later but yeah the no they, the they are shithousery was yeah just... they are <laughs> they are an absolute pleasure to watch yeah Arias and Cano they it's just amazing yeah and uh part of part a strong you know part of the reason I'm very rapidly becoming a flu supporter yeah um because yeah and they, they, I kind of want to know is probably my yeah. favorite player to period I think in right now playing i can't think of anybody that like yeah. i enjoy watching more really. oh yeah he's been incredible this season mm-hmm. and i kind of want to like learn more about herman kind because he's just had a really kind of interesting journeyman-ish career mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden signing for fluminese uh from Serie b from bosco da gama and coming in and having like this kind of season at mm-hmm. 34 yeah is like insane yeah He's played for so many teams in like Colombia, Mexico, fucking Uruguay, Argentina, and like never played for the national team at any level. Mm-hmm. You know, never really stayed at any place more than like two, three years. And has now just popped up at Fluminense and it's just fucking taking one mm-hmm. of the best leagues in the world by storm. Mm. Crazy. Yeah. 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 I like him a lot. Yeah. I like him. He plays like that too. He yeah, plays he like does. a guy that's like, I got you that he that he got there, and now he's like, this is my might be probably my only chance to like fucking be here and play yep. here. So yep. like, I'm gonna so I might as well make it. the most yeah. of it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Every fucking game, man. Yeah. yeah. Bad boy. Who is your player of the week? Mauricio, man. So not. I think both like the the thing was the first goal was so spectacular that the second goal gets overlooked. Yeah, yeah. Also, the fact that yo sing so basically, like I said, they took it to to uh, Atletico Mineiro, and it was him. Like yo, yeah. what was that? He scored in the sixth minute, I I believe. He scored in the sixth. That that rocket was a six minute yeah. goal, uh, and like basically, that's just like. It, it, it's not taking anyone's heart necessarily, but that early and that spectacular. It's yeah. kind of and at home. It's kind of just like, ah, fuck. You're going to have to deal with... Yeah, you're going to have to deal with 84 them. minutes. 84 yeah. more minutes of this shit. Yeah, and definitely then, uh, them. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Um, And, you know, they're, they're not top of the table, but they're sitting high and they want to... And they know that they can be higher, obviously, as yeah. they camp. So, like, you know, they're going to come into it with that swagger. Well, they got to look at, like, teams like Corinthians maybe faltering, maybe trying to mm -hmm. do too much on too many fronts and not being that too far ahead of them in the table, sitting in second place. Uh, You know, Fluminense, I think, is probably going strength to strength. Mm -hmm. Maybe Paranaense is a team that you could catch up to. Corinthians is a team you could catch up to. Right. Um, You know, they still got to battle with the resurgent Flamengo, kind of, who's in the same boat as them. But, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so like, you know, this guy just comes in and does work. Um, the first goal, obviously, and then just the way the way that he took the ball and uh, just made something out of kind of nothing for the second. Um, yeah, and beautiful shape on it. Man. Yeah, just close, just like kiss the game goodnight, and that was thirty minutes in, and then you know. Like we said, International managed to hold them for an hour. Yeah. Salute. Yeah. Anyway, 
How about you? Uh, my player of the week was Gustavo Mosquito. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, everything mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier when we talked about the Corinthians match, the dude was just doing fucking bits in this yeah. game. If he was a better finisher, he would have had, like, a hat trick in this game easy. And we were just talking about how uh, uh, Brazilian outplay uh, that Instagram account uh, post like the best skills, yeah, and and that's that like that. The funny thing is, for me, they posted the skill and not even the 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 goal. Like they were yeah. they were like, "Fuck it, we'll, yeah, we'll just have the skill because that's yeah. bad enough." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. you're right. Everything yeah. you say is right." Yeah, skin them like it, yeah, like you made you had them on skates and on that goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what was your goal of the week? Uh, <laughs> yo, no disrespect to Santos fans. I really got a love, a lot of love and respect for Santos. <laughs> Beautiful stadium, Via Belmiro. Uh, lovely, sparkling history. Uh, everything, everything lovely about this club. However, um, I gotta go with Gonzo uh, versus Santos just because it was shit Hazri at its finest. It was. It to was. Like troll the fans. Yeah. And then the best after part the, after. This is yo. This is like this. Yeah. It's like it's like when it's like liking a goal for the for the run for the Maisie yeah. run. You know, it's like that Eden Hazard goal a couple of yeah. years ago for Chelsea where he just bat and pinball through everybody. This is this is liking the goal for what happens after it. <laughs> Yeah. Yo, he he goes he goes trolls his his old old supporters. Somebody from the from uh from Santos comes over and gets angry at him and like like puts an arm around him or something, yeah. pulls him away. Ah, oh, and then it was great. And then of all things, they get punished because they get busted on the counter. Yeah. <laughs> Not two minutes later. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. No, it was well, him, like him first with the Penenka. You got to mention it was a Penenka penalty, too, yes, which it was a adds, adds to the level of shit hazardry. <laughs> he gets shoved oh in the God. shoved in the back while doing a celebration. Goes and yells <laughs> at the guy, then goes back to doing his celebration. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. That is a level of shit hazardry that I just I absolutely uh, I can absolutely get behind, man. Uh, and then and then the counter, like, you know, like, I don't know, somebody might have done some violence to him on the back yeah. of that. Like, you gotta yeah. really take your life in Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Anyway. Uh I went with uh speaking of slaloming Maisie runs, I went with mm-hmm. Mosquito against Botafogo. Um just put, you know, like I said, three players on skates and then finish it off with a really nice finish. Um, picked up the ball, uh, like, just inside um, of the attacking half and then just did his thing. I also want to give an honorable mention to Hobison from uh, Fortaleza for his goal against Cuiaba this weekend, which, you know, kind of, you look, if you watch it, you'd be like, that yeah, was a nice goal, and then you watch it back, and you realize it was just a really difficult finish. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't the most aesthetically 
it was aesthetically pleasing, but it wasn't oh, like yes. the most like wow factor goal, but it was very, very tough finish, very well taken. Goal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's pretty good. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I like the holistic thing, you know, like, it's why, yeah. like, it's why, the ball. I like, yeah, it's like how people, uh, people in America don't show football highlights, right? Because they don't show the, the build up really. Yeah. And really with MLS, there's not much build up. But anyway, uh, maybe I'm wrong, you know, whatever. But yeah, like the ball in was yeah. as much a part of the goal as the, as the actual like finish. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Incredible. And you know, it gave him a win and got him off the bottom of the table for the first time in a while. Big, big facts. Big yeah. facts. Big facts. Um. Lastly, our favorite. What was your name of the week? Abner. Yeah. I don't know if it's just Abner. You know what I mean? I I'm sure it's not Abner in Portuguese, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Abner, Abner, yeah. Yeah. Abner, Abner. I don't know, but it, but I just like uh, everything I associate with Abner is like um, latter part of the 20th century or latter part of the 19th century, early part of the 20th, and overalls. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that's all wasn't that things- the dude that invented <laughs> baseball, Abner Doubleday? <laughs> yes, yes. There's also a, a cartoon. A, a comic strip called Little Lil Abner. Yeah. Like I don't know. I just I don't I don't really associate Abner with anything like wavy and Brazilian, but hey, yeah. Brazil continues to amaze and astound yeah. me. <laughs> they got the name Igor sounding fucking yeah, yeah. tropical. That ass. Uh I went with Douglas da Silva Teixeira, otherwise known as Digit. Is that what's on his shirt? It's on the back of his shirt. Digit. Yo, he was so. So this. I yo, need. Yo, I need to get this shirt. Bro, that's just hilarious. DG, just DG on the that's back hilarious. of the shirt. So it's basically like it's basically like in the summer in Philly when people just start trying to like outdo each other. You know, oh this yeah. motherfucker got this, but oh so oh oh he got yeah. it. So it's like, oh, he was like, oh, so everybody's getting nicknames around this bitch. Yeah. Oh, we're only getting single names. Well, I'm gonna yeah. get initials, dog. Yeah, but he doesn't. Unless it's the G and Douglas, he doesn't have another G in his name. <laughs> so I was trying to figure nickname. out where it's coming from. Yeah, digit, digit. It was also 21. I'm like, you're not there yet, big dog. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, four appearances for Botafogo on their return to the Serie A. On loan from a team that's not even <laughs> just playing in the Campionato Carioca. Confident, like, big dog. Oh, confidence. yeah. Yeah, man. Deje. Yeah, wow. I need to get that club produced home kit with the with the club sponsor in the chest and Deje on the back. John Texter, hit us up. John Texter, we know you're out there listening. Yo, John Texter, we know if you're, you're that thirsty, bro. Send me that shirt, man. Oh man, I'm gonna tweet at him tomorrow. Yeah, do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, that wraps it up for us this weekend. Coming up, we got matches to look forward to. We got Sao Paulo playing Flamengo Saturday at seven thirty. We have Palmeiras playing Goyas Sunday at 3 o'clock, and we have Atletico Minero playing Atletico Paniense Sunday at 6 o'clock. 
You can also join us Saturday morning for our English Premier League kickoff party at the Black Sheep starting at 10 a.m. We're going to have watching all the games. We're going to have drink and spot shot specials. I think we got, what, $5 Carlsbergs and Yards, $4 Fireballs. Um, we're going to be drinking a lot, watching a lot of football. We're going to have Quizzo. We're going to have Raffle. We're going to have prizes, all that fucking shit. Um, shout outs. Uh, first of all, always, always, uh, she's like, she's like my Brazilian, uh, in Google content, always a shout out to the lovely and talented Duda Sampaio, uh, her and, uh, the Brazilian women's national team recently won, uh, what is it? Copa Sudamericana, um, Copa America, Copa America, is it Copa America? Yeah. 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 They won. well, they won. sorry, they won that. Uh, I think it's very, Copa America Feminina or whatever. Yeah, Copa yeah. America Feminina, yeah. Uh, but whatever, they're, they're all ballers. Uh, and she's one of my favorite, despite the fact that she plays for Internacional and not my lovely Flu Minense. Um, uh, Fernie and Philly Powell. Uh, my mom, my family, Rachel, you, um, Madge, Ian, safe for knocking out that party flyer. Uh, poster, um, Tortel and Swin, shout out Swin, uh, doing body of work, um, shout out all out the homies Vietnam. that we play football with, yes, out in Vietnam, eating mad noodles with, uh, shout out to all the football homies, Yasha, Derek, uh, Pan, uh, Kev, Mike, Shout out to Icarus, Diodora, Spread Salam, P's and Q's, Bluebird Distilling. Uh, shout out to Jamesy at the Black Sheep. Shout out to Doug and Jinga Athletics. Shout, shout out Doug. Yeah, shout out to you. Shout out to me. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to Rafael Da Silva. Shout out to Edmundo. Shout out to Ubaixinho. Shout oh, out, Shinyu. Shout out to DJ and Cheche and Mosquito, and shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to everybody joining us this weekend at the Black Sheep. If you see me there, please do not talk to me. Um, <laughs> follow us on Instagram at GPFCPod. And on Twitter at Garden Parties FC. Uh, <laughs> check out our website, gardenpartiesfc.com. Um, yeah, join us this weekend. Join us every week, seven o'clock at 321 North Fairmount Avenue for pickup. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. You're going to be hearing a lot of us this season because this is now the second episode i've recorded this week we're gonna be recording like four fucking episodes a week now yo we're taking this shit to the moon season five fuck all y'all get on the train get off the fucking tracks <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna wind this up man so i got shit to do obrigado yachi logo man amigos we will see you soon all right good night Boa noite. Boa noite.
long sleeve service. <laughs>